Hello and welcome to episode 666 of uh, the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. I'm Morten and I'm joined by... Niklas, hello everyone. We are finally back. <laughs> we just had an unexpected vacation. We didn't even tell each other. We were, I guess we both needed a break and we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this first is- like... Yeah, we can we can give it like two weeks where we don't record. We can do that yeah. sometimes, and then it's like, oh, uh, maybe it's time to to ask Morten if she record. And yeah, we're not, we're not dead. Give it a couple <laughs> more days, and then it's like, should we record? And like, oh no, I can't now. But we can next week, and then I was like, yeah, but I I can't next week. So it's just kind of. But I've been gone kinda... for I've been gone for ages, like two and a half weeks. Yeah, uh, you've been uh, been home home to the yeah. island. Oh yeah, on the island in the sun. Don't the island, island. island. Dun, 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 dun. It make a Jamaica look a boring like crazy. Bum, 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 bum. But uh, seriously though, like Erland is the, the shit island of Sweden. <gasps> How dare you? Like compared to Gotland. What? Gotland, <laughs> wait, okay, Gotland has Visby, that is a nice place, but... Go- okay, Gotland. Yeah, Gotland's got more stuff, but Gotland doesn't have a bridge. They're so they're still uh, inbred out there. So we we got the bridge, so we got new genes coming the, in. Just the the bridge to ferry in. Uh, yeah, every year we just too. yeah. I mean, so we don't have to capture <laughs> tourists and stuff and mix mix it up that way. But it's totally um, flat though, Erland. It's just like yeah. <laughs> That's nice. And, have you ever tried biking on it? So nice. Uh, you do like, have you do have like boxcar land. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, boxcar land. Crazy stuff. It's just like the like paradise for kids. I went there when I was a kid. Like they have this yeah? entire theme park where they used to have like these. Uh, what's that like movie where they're like they're building their boxcar for a boxcar race? Did you know which one I'm talking about? No, and then, like the no, evil sure. kids. It's got like a spike <laughs> wheels. Oh yeah, <laughs> my dad pays for this. It's the best car ever. Like, ah, uh, we're gonna beat you anyway somehow. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically like that. She's like kids going around in uh, cars, but, but I don't know. Like you don't really, and... yeah, you don't really ram each other, right? It's more like a oh, try to behave like it's actual traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are races though. Oh yeah! All right, enough of boxcar land. What? What? It's great! Uh, it's great. Did you do anything else when you were at home? Anything uh, in particular? Just relaxing, just giving your child to your parents. Yeah. Like, See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we, yeah, we got a. We had a like a. Yeah, we went to a wedding and had a, without child. Like, oh my god, it's crazy. Oh, nice. Uh, just. Looking at the phone every fifteen minutes. Is she alright? As they haven't said anything. Is she okay? She had like a, a constant FaceTime feed. Yeah, tell us what's happening. Uh, good times, good times. Uh, but I was, yeah, I was like aching a bit for for some hobby though because I didn't have access to anything over there. I did go through my old uh, hobby stuff. I guess like most hobby people, they have a, like a stash at their parents' place. Uh, Freddy's is. Uh, Legendary, Legendary. finds yeah, you can find anything up there. It's like a museum for, for anything Warhammer. Uh, I looked through my old bits box and stuff like, oh, look at this, oh, some nasty looking terrain I made. Oh. <laughs> Just leave that there. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, indefinite storage of nuclear waste at your parents. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, but it was good. What about you? I heard you've uh, been to events and stuff. Yeah, I've been doing tons of stuff. Like uh, yeah. since last we recorded, the weekend after we recorded, I went to this uh, metal show in Camden. Yeah. A metal band I really like. Uh, fit for an autopsy. <laughs> so, so that's great for getting some uh, some 30k inspiration yeah because, i mean 30k and death metal are inseparable for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was fucking awesome like uh the venue was pretty small mm-hmm. and they were a really heavy metal band and uh, it's just like a crazy marsh every song and it got so warm i felt like i was swimming like, oh crazy mm. <laughs> at first it's like oh shit i'm starting to sweat a lot and then it's like fuck it i, let I it, don't care anymore let it pour <laughs> was there a mosh pit that you were like where everyone just crazy oh. yeah like mosh pit like a pit like a circle like people running around and a wall of that they had everything <laughs> it's just madness total madness Maybe it's nicer to have it in like a small location. It gets more intimate in a way. Yeah, it's, it's just you yeah. and the band, and it's so fu- like so funny because like everyone's so nice as well. Like huh? s- yeah. someone like uh, falls or anything, everyone helps them up, and like everyone is just there with a smile on their face. It's just to this like, super brutal music. Super funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a common misconception. Like, oh, metal people must be so angry and so scary all the time. But I think it's actually the opposite. Because if you yeah. listen to death metal, you get all your aggressions out through the music. So you're actually kind of a nice and happy guy. Yeah, I left there with like the biggest smile on my face. They're like, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> the scary people are people who go to like an Ed Sheeran concert because they keep all the rage <laughs> inside. They just stand there like, hmm, paid so much for these tickets. And now I'm standing behind this guy with a huge curly afro. Hmm. Ah, well, that doesn't matter. Hmm. My wife's going to leave me anyway, so the divorce is coming soon. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's how yeah. it goes. The weekend after that, I also went to a wedding, actually. <gasps> Mine in, was better. In in Poland. <laughs> oh, maybe yours was better. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we're the, the 30K podcast with the most confirmed Polish wedding. Yeah, <laughs> Did the vodka flow? Oh, it did. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, this wedding was huge. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like a, a friend of my girlfriend, and she was the daughter of some fancy uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at the wedding, they got a letter from the Pope right out to them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> did he save the Pope's life or something, or what the? <laughs> I don't know. Like I was wondering, like, what do Catholics have to do to get a letter from the Pope? That's pretty cool. Maybe it's like an autofill uh, online, like a form. <laughs> it's like, dear Nicholas, I'm so happy that you. <laughs> yeah, and then they, we went out to this place where they had the wedding party, like they always do. They used to, like rent this huge mansion on the countryside and just have a wedding. There were like over 400 guests. Uh, <laughs> unlimited amounts of food yeah so in poland they have like uh, they serve you food like five course menu or whatever mm. and then yeah. they also have what they call swedish tables which is like a smorgasbord 
of just other food that you can eat if you're not full. Yeah. And then they had like Swedish tables with themes on them. So they had like a Swedish table with desserts, Swedish table with starters, a table with meat, a table with fish. And oh, just dessert. Yeah. It's just crazy. And the meat table, I have to send a picture. I have to post a picture on Facebook later so you can yeah. go and look at that. Because they have like a, like a totem pole of birds. <laughs> insane. Like seven birds stacked on top of each other. Like starting with a turkey and then some smaller bird and then a chicken and then like a duck and then a tiny chicken. And then oh, it's a, the tiniest bird I've seen. Like oh, just stuck on top. Bing. Like... Oh, is it a quail? Mm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Did you just so, take like a slice of each? This like straight up and down, like nah, carved it up. I left the totem pole. I didn't want to get cursed <laughs> by some bird god. <laughs> it sounds like that. Ah, um, uh, yeah. On the on the you know the history eater show they had in Sweden, where they go back oh, in yeah. time and live, and they, it was like oh 1500s, and oh it was common for the king to make a. F- like food was supposed to be fun so they took these little <laughs> birds and then they stuffed them into a bigger bird and then they stuffed that into a pig and then they stuffed it into a cow and then they roasted that and then they're just sitting there eating oh, oh, this is horrible <laughs> yeah yeah that was kind of like that <laughs> although yeah, that wedding was awesome. the wedding might be good <laughs> that food was probably good yeah they uh, had like a, uh one of those like coca-cola fridges just full of vodka bottles. It's oh. Finlandia vodka is fully stacked. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I, yeah. this is my third Polish wedding. And for oh, once, shit. I was like, I'm going to not go ham on the vodka and just try and slow down. So yeah. it was the first Polish wedding that I left in a conscious state. Yeah, <laughs> you me? remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn, uh, I was gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I was gonna race you like, oh, you got a, they got a letter on the Pope on my wedding. They got like a video um, greetings from Glenn Hussein. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> For us, that was pretty damn big. The football Pope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, not to brag, but yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Are they from Gothenburg? Uh, no, but he's a he's a football referee. So somehow oh. his, one of, some of his friends got these Mad famous connections. people to send stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool. We were a bit starstruck. They're like, oh my God. But the Pope is, <laughs> yeah, the Pope is a bit uh, bigger. Did you see that uh, uh, the huge, um, oh, the huge uh, statue that the Pope has in his uh, audience chamber? There's this huge, scary statue called the Resurrection. Uh, and it's like Jesus rising from a nuclear... Uh, a blast or something what? Uh, yeah it's, it, it looks fucking intimidating as hell it's just like it looks like uh, you know yeah basically if you have a, a nuclear blast it's <laughs> earth and flames rising up and then there's just jesus there in the middle and it looks super scary and then <laughs> these people have like well but if you invert it like or if you um, draw a line in the center and you mirror the image then it suddenly becomes like an image of baphomet like the devil is in the Vatican. It's pretty, yeah. As far as conspiracy theories goes, that's pretty damn scary. Hmm? Uh, I think we're onto something there with the Pope. Just... Yeah, you're going to have to send me a picture of that. Yeah, I will, definitely. It's uh, oh, pretty scary. Uh, the hall also looks like a snake, apparently. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> uh, uh, yes. I guess you can see anything you want if you look hard enough. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> so yeah, the week after this, I was going to an event invited to by by Pete from Thirty K Frontier. Uh huh. So I mean, to a couple of the, his events before. It was that was like awesome event. So uh, uh, he was having like a an outdoor Thirty K event and camping. What? At, what? <laughs> at his. Like his girlfriend's uh, parents' place, or like on the on the countryside. Okay. They had like an old farm, and then they had like a piece of land there. Oh. Uh, oh. And then his plan was to just put up like these uh, what do you call like party tents or gazebo things. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and just put tables on under there, and just game, and then just camp next to it, just huh. with tents, and then uh, came some more. Okay, uh, I don't know, a bit, I mean, it sounds cool, but also, I don't know, a bit skeptical, like, wouldn't just things blow away, or would it be cold, or would it be warm, or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, like, I'll get to that. Uh, so, before that, like, I had a bunch of stuff uh, that I uh, had yet to assemble and paint, and yeah. this is going to be, like, a 2,250-point centurion with some armor. Uh, uh-huh. It was a really cool concept because he allowed for 500 points of armor, uh-huh. uh, one of which may be armored 14. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was a really cool concept. You can yeah. so you have like a big centurion game, but you can still have a couple of tanks. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly so, tanks become like a big deal. It's like, oh God, it's a land raider, you know, which yeah, yeah, you yeah, normally exactly. don't care about. But now it's, oh my God, it's a killing machine. Yeah, so, I, so I, my plan was to take like... Uh, it's a bunch of infantry and uh, like a, a Proteus land raider. Because uh-huh. then it wouldn't just die to the last cannon. So you turn one. Yeah. Like it would normally. And two predators <laughs> with plasmas. I was going to bring. Like, uh, first, I was thinking, oh, should I bring just regular predators? Maybe plasma predators will be too good. Mm. And like a Centurion meta. At least oh, yeah. shoot, shoot things up. Yeah. Uh, I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> if I have the chance to, to use these guys for once and they'll be effective, let, let's just bring them. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I had five Gorgons that I was going to assemble and paint and mm-hmm. uh, uh, a missile launcher squad with Proteus missile launchers, the underslung ones. I really like. Yes. On uh, some Mark III guys, some resin Mark III that I ordered. Resin Mark III? Oh, that I have. Oh, this, is that still available? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so yeah, I've always been a f- bigger fan of the Resident Mark III uh, yeah. because this is uh, two two parts of the models or the plastic ones that I don't like the, the backpacks that are like mm. two part so there's mm. always like a seam the, yeah. in the middle of it and the helmets are not sharp enough mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. They, they don't look as menacing as the Resident Mark III helmets mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I assembled those and then I put together a herald uh, oh yeah, I, I love the Herald. Oh, thanks. Because whenever I'm like trying to build a list, I always get just run into trouble. Like, yeah, I want to bring that stuff and that that thing. And no, you can't, guys, because of oh. X reason. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to have like some Thalax in heavy support and Centurion, because mm-hmm. it's fun to have some different things and feels kind of Iron Handsy. Yeah. Uh, but to have that, I was thinking like, oh yeah, I can just take a. Uh, uh, tech marine they can have that thing that was without them yeah but no yeah. You, you can't have them uh, and a force you can have them so I was thinking oh maybe my predator can have it 
No. Uh, or a Predator upgraded to an Iron Father. Mm-hmm. No, he can't, because that's just the most useless upgrade ever. He's paid 40 <laughs> points to get a server arm and Battlesmith, and that's it. <laughs> so I have oh, wait, to have... so who has that rule? Is it the Forge Lord? Or <laughs> yeah, who... yeah, yeah, the Forge Lord. That's a Centurion. Uh-huh. So like, I have to take this guy, but I also want to have a right of war. Because yeah. I want to use my Medusa and Morals, and I want to have Hatred. Yeah. Uh, so I have to have a guy that gives me a right of war. So I can either have another... Like a Praetor, that's super oh. expensive. That I don't really know what to do with. Yeah. Uh, or I can have a Delegatus that just, like, just feels like a guy with a tax <laughs> to have a, a right of war. Yeah. And I've been looking at Herald for a while, so I was thinking of making one for my Sons of Wars, too, you know? Uh, but I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I can build one for my Iron Hands. And then I was mm-hmm. thinking of just what could they have as a banner? Because like, I don't really feel like Iron Hands would walk around with just like a, a cloth banner like no, oh, look at us we're so proud of being the 185th <laughs> unit of uh, this clan or whatever they would just like yeah it's branded on an armor like yeah that's it that's enough <laughs> we or have a, in our digital records we know we have who a we are. qr <laughs> scan yeah. code yeah, exactly. armor. Like, that's more of that. what else you need i was thinking like maybe you just have some metal symbol or something but it just didn't feel enough like they would believe in it Mm-hmm. So then I came up with this, <coughs> like, martyr banner. Yeah. That's supposed to be, like, the armor of a guy that died on Isfahan 3. It's so like that. The, yes. this is, this, he, he's a martyr, and also it's the symbol of, like, the, the sacrifice that the Legion made on Isfahan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, the Legionaries that are standing around this would actually feel something yeah. looking at this banner. Yeah, they like, would feel hatred, probably. So. Yeah, yeah, it would inspire them more yeah. than uh, a number on a cloth. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Ultramarines would be super hard for uh, at least a number on a cloth. They would be like, oh, yeah. this is our banner. Oh, that, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It was embroidered better. by Gilliman's grandmother. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number 373 is so much better than 374. We'll show yeah. those guys. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I made that guy, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I've been painting a lot of fantasy lately. It was a lot of fun just painting uh, Iron Hands, just painting that armor again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so after that, I started building and painting these guys. And I had like a week, which uh, I should, probably should have started these earlier. <laughs> uh, but I made them tabletop ready, at least. I need to just weather them and add some tufts and stuff to them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was going to this event, uh, going on the Friday, it started on Saturday, so I was going to go there on Friday after work, <laughs> and you set up camping and stuff. Oh, did you well, have a tent and everything you needed, or? Yeah. Oh? Yeah, I got it. And then uh, I was going pretty late on Friday, because I couldn't find any good journeys. So first I was going to I was gonna go by train, <laughs> and then uh, I looked at tickets, and they were like pretty cheap. And then I looked the day after, and they were like three times the price. I'm like, fuck. Should have bought it earlier. So then I booked a, a bus instead, a coach. Yeah. Uh, and then I was going to the bus station and then standing there waiting for the bus. The bus was a bit delayed. I was like, oh, fuck, come on, it's bus. And then I was going to get on the bus. And then uh, I showed the, the driver my ticket and he was like, this is for tomorrow, mate. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Like, no, no, you booked the, the ticket for the wrong day. This is for Saturday. And I know. Like, oh. 
my my worst fucking nightmare when I'm booking oh. tickets to book the wrong day. Oh, but was it full? Could you still get on, or was it? Yeah, like so, a... so I asked him like, so can I get on the bus anyway? Like, no, he, we're fully booked. And uh, like, what the fuck do I do now? And then I just waited for everyone to get on. Like, is there any way that I can go on this bus now? Because I really need yeah. to go there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so we're going to Heathrow uh, to pick up some people. Uh-huh. Uh, but if not everyone gets on there, then you can come with us. Oh, but otherwise you're stuck at Heathrow. Yeah, but you'll have to buy a new ticket anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's so. Uh, so like, all right, fuck it. I don't have any other choice because otherwise I would have to go super early the morning after and buy a new ticket anyway. Yeah. Like, so screw it. Yeah, let's go to Heathrow because I so, can take. He charged you for a ticket before you knew if you were going to make it even? or No, no, no. So I had to pay it by at Heathrow if oh, okay. I was able to go That was on. nice of him at least. Yeah. Yeah. So I got on the bus. He's super nervous. Like fucking hope that a uh, flight has been canceled or something and not everyone yeah. gets on at Heathrow. Yeah. Then we get to Heathrow and only like three people out of 13 get on. Like, oh, oh thank fuck for that. Uh, and then it's like, all right. They can come with us. Uh, you just have to pay for a ticket. I'm like, all right. And then take out my card. And he's like, no, no, we only take cash. Like, oh, fuck. Is there an ATM here? <laughs> like, no, there's no ATM here either. Like, fuck, what do I do now? Like, so I asked him, like, do you have PayPal? And they're like, yeah. So, so I asked him, like, so could I oh, pay really? for you? And then you can put the money in the bag for, like, pay for my ticket. And I will PayPal you. It's like, yeah, I'm not really supposed to do that, but sure. So I PayPal the bus driver, <laughs> his, his PayPal, and then he, he paid for a ticket in cash. Damn. Uh, yeah, so it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> sir, sir, I'm going to a heresy event. I don't say no more. I'm taking you there straight away. You other fucks, get off the bus. This is now a chartered bus going straight for the heresy. The heresy bus. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay, that's a hassle. So I finally got there, and then uh, um, Callum picked me up. The guy going to the event at uh, the bus station drove me this place in the countryside. It was really cool. I never seen these kind of hedges before. They were like growing inside of the the road. They're like oh. super imposing. It's like driving a tunnel of massive hedges. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Oh. And, and then we got there. And it was pretty dark. People were sitting around a campfire set up my tent, sat out and had a few drinks, and then I went to leave my tent uh-huh. uh, to start gaming in the morning. And then I... Uh, Did you get so, any sleep? Yeah, so we set up the tents like in, in two camps, pretty much. The, the camp <laughs> but of lo- lo- snoring people and the camp of non-snoring people. Ah, I thought like loyalist trader, but that, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> okay, so a snoring and a non-snoring part of the camp. Uh, yeah, so I went to bed and uh, uh, it was getting pretty chilly in the night. It was warm during the day, but chilly during the night. So I kind of woke up with my legs freezing uh-huh. and I had to pee, but I didn't want to go outside because it was so cold. And I could hear the, the snores rolling over the hills from the snoring camp. So uh, you just pissed your your own legs <laughs> to keep them warm. <laughs> Yeah. And then I woke up uh, in the morning. Uh, it's finally getting warm, and I could hear music playing from outside. And got out of my tent. It's a beautiful sight of the English countryside, just gently oh. rolling hills and trees and 
It's nice. Uh, nice. So we have some breakfast. Pete was cooking breakfast. It's like a uh, oh. bacon and egg. What uh, a cool! Uh, that's a cool experience for a. Yeah, yeah. So he had like a, a, a portable grill outside. So he was grilling all day. Oh. Uh, and then he had the table set up under these tents. I don't know what to call like party tents. Yeah. And uh, the sun was shining this day, which was awesome. Like it had been pretty crappy weather the week before. Mm-hmm. Now the weather was finally turning around for heresy. Yes. Um, so there were 14 people there, I think. Oh. Did you, uh, had you met most of them before or were they all yeah, new yeah, faces? I'd met most of them before. Yeah. Some new guys that I hadn't seen before. Um, so yeah, had breakfast. Everyone woke up. Then we uh, were sitting around this, this campfire that was lit during the entire event. <clears throat> the fire of heresy still burns. <laughs> they must burn. Keep them burning. <laughs> uh, so first game, we're matched up. I was going to play Jason from Sons of Heresy. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, he also lives in London, so I meet him pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was playing Alpha Legion. So he's re- pretty recently started Alpha Legion. And we had a scenario where you, you like, we had the diagonal deployment. Uh-huh. And then you had a, <coughs> sorry, uh, a tower in your deployment. So for each turn that you controlled your tower, you got a victory point. Oh, okay. uh, and then at the start of your turn, you can elect to destroy the tower to get D3 <laughs> victory points. But then you won't be able to get any more victory points. Oh, but otherwise the enemy could take it and score instead? Yeah, yeah, or... exactly. Yeah. Mm, okay. So you kind of had to hold your base and try and attack the enemy base at the same time. Yeah. That was a, a really cool mission. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, my, my list, I had the, the Forge Lord, the Herald, 10 Gorgon Terminators, a Medusa Immortals, uh, Tactical Squad with Apothecary, hmm. Missile Launchers, with two Plasma Predators, and the Proteus that the Immortals were running in. Oh, and uh, yeah. the three Thalax. Nice. Uh, so the Thalax, like, I really like, Brendan told me uh, like the week before that, oh yeah, you, you can't infiltrate within 24 inches of the Thalax. Oh, so wait, that, oh, because like Jin skin or... Yeah, yeah. Something. Uh-huh. So that was awesome against the Alpha Legion. So oh, yeah. <laughs> couldn't infiltrate <laughs> anywhere, pretty much. So he was kind of forced to start with everything on the table. Uh-huh. And... This was just like just a pitched fight against a bunch of marines. Yeah. So my, my plasma predators were just wreaking havoc the entire oh. game. So Did you have a, well, I guess everyone had an infantry heavy list since it's a centurion, but I guess yeah. Alpha Legion could have even more of a. So he had a bunch of different infantry, like a missile launcher squad, some seekers, some terminators, yeah. uh, veterans, and they had a, some rhinos as well. So this oh, okay. was really cool. Like you can have centurion, but with rhinos. Cause yeah. We played that before, and like huh? I had a rhino, yeah, uh, and we we're like, "Oh, this fits pretty well." Like a rhino can actually move up and just don't die in the first turn, and yeah, suddenly, yeah, it serves a purpose or something. It's like, a, yeah, yeah, it can hold its own. So this is really cool. Uh, and so my the plan on my list is that, like the 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 gorgon squad is just gonna move up and be like. A hand moving to choke the enemy, and then they'll have to <laughs> try and swat it away. And you're like, "Oh no, 
don't. I can't. Because if they <laughs> get in combat, they're just going to smash everything. So I was yeah. u- using these as like a <clears throat> my unit to try and take his tower. He's moving them along slowly. Uh, wait, so 10, like, 10 foot slogging uh, guys, Corrigans, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's scary. Uh, <laughs> can they run? Yeah, they can. Because they're in regular Terminator armor. Ooh. They, they can run, but they can't sweep. Ah, oh, yeah. No, that's true. That's uh, own... So that was really cool. So they were moving along with the Herald as well. So they don't have to take a lead for us because they're fearless. Uh, and they're really durable with the feeling of pain. So like, yeah. basically toughness 5 since they're Iron Hands. And then 2 yeah. plus against most shooting. <clears throat> and then a 5 plus. So they were just moving along slowly, moving towards his objective. And then uh, uh, the missile launchers and plasmas are supposed to be like, if the Gorgons are the left hand moving into choke, then the, the plasmas and the missile launchers use like, <laughs> the right hand form into a fist, just pounding the enemy Yeah. while they're trying to avoid this, this poking hand. <laughs> and then the, the Medusa and Immortals uh, in their produce is like the right knee just jabbing, just moving in where there's no opposition, just trying to, to get in somewhere. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, game went really well for me. I had so many crazy good rolls. It was just unbelievable. My Gorgons was just saving everything like on yeah. vulnerable saves. And Jason was pretty unlucky like throughout the entire game. So it's like I had a good uh, good position for the game and then the, the dice was just totally skewed. So oh, shit. <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah. I, it feels like Terminators really come into their own in, in a Centurion game because otherwise you don't really feel like, oh yeah, there's some Terminators or either because they're in a transport most of the game, like they're in, they're in the Spartan, so you don't see them and you don't like it's like, oh there's a Death Star there or something. But yeah. I just feel like when you have when you and you can't have foot slogging Terminators in a regular game sort of because there will just be stuff that will just shoot them away. Like oh there'll be a yeah and Typhoon or something. Just be able to move stuff away from them. Yeah. Just, like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Can't really do anything. Yeah, so I really like that with Centurion. And now that I have a ten-man Terminator squad, it feels really cool. You see yeah, them advancing up the field and he's taking a bunch of fire. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, also with the the missile launchers that I got painted now, like yeah. they add oh, so yeah. much to Centurion. Because before that, I had like a Centurion army and a frontline army, but I mm-hmm. couldn't really play Centurion. Centurion, or like I had a summer talisman before, because oh, like yeah. all my shooting was just close range shooting, so yeah, I just had to advance while everyone else shot me. Yeah, but they're <laughs> so uh, versatile also because it's like oh yeah, well I guess you don't use the the frag so much. It would be good if you were facing militia maybe or something. Uh, I did use the frags once. You did? You hear really? about it? Okay, it's, it's okay. Awesome. But otherwise, yeah. just the AP three shots that must be awesome at killing infantry. Uh, and uh, the the lighter vehicles, I guess, also. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was thinking like uh, I was getting some heavy weapons because I thought that missile launchers might be good for bigger games as well. Yeah, maybe arming them with flak missiles. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, the next game, or we had lunch after that, I think, and then. Uh, I had was everything game. included in the price, sort of? Sorry, <laughs> but like, yes, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He cooked, cooked for us the oh. entire event. It was awesome. It was, yeah, 
one of the best events I've been there, or like one of the best experiences. Like it's it's so different from other events, so it's hard to compare yeah. it to uh, <laughs> an event. But best uh, heresy camping I've been to ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> so next game I was playing against the uh, Giles. That I know, listen to our podcast. So shout out to Giles. Joe, we love you, man. <laughs> Please continue to listen to our show. <laughs> so this uh, mission was like, there were two kind of buildings that you had to control. They were like pretty big. Uh, so like you placed some big walls and then there's like a computer console inside of it uh, that you had to try and control. Yeah. Uh, and Giles was playing uh one of my like dream armies, a Sons of Horus drop pod army. Ooh. Oh yeah. It's like whenever I think of a drop pod army, it's like, yeah, I think Sons of Horus would probably do it best. But I yeah. never really seen it. And then he had it and it's so perfect. Oh. <clears throat> so yeah, like uh, some tacticals in regular drop pods. Uh do you stare in in uh, a dreadclaw and mm-hmm. a Leviathan in a What's it called? Dreadnought drop pod. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was great. Uh, I kind of spread out my stuff and moved to advance to the objectives. Yeah. Uh, I had first turns. I moved up. Uh, he dropped down, and uh, he dropped down his Leviathan and a uh, tactical squad, or two tactical squads maybe, mm. and or a veteran squad and a tactical squad. Uh, my missile launchers have intercept because they have an aspect in it. So uh. now I had to choose like, oh, what do I shoot? The, the veterans or the Leviathan? Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, let's try and shoot the Leviathan. It's, it's going to survive yeah. everything, but let's try it anyway. <laughs> so I intercepted the Leviathan and I got three glancing hits and a pen. Or even uh, the other way around, I think. Three pens and a glance or something. It was Ooh. crazy. And then he saved one of them, I think. And so I shook him. So he couldn't shoot his uh, melter thing properly. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then he managed to blow up my predators with another squad anyway. Uh, no. so, so they were like out from turn one. They just got annihilated. Okay. <laughs> uh, and his veteran shots and stuff, I don't really know what they did. Uh, yeah. And then the next turn, he dropped down some more stuff. He dropped down his Eusterians ready to assault and dropped an, another uh, veteran squad. Uh, mm. And now my, uh, my missile launcher intercepted them mm. and I intercepted them with frag missiles. It's like total humiliation Ooh. for the Because <laughs> they were so, so packed together and he was like, oh shit, I forgot you could intercept. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to frag that. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get insane amounts of, uh, uh, of hits. I, yeah, and I had like my my uh, gorgons next to them and my uh, immortals. So I was like, if I hit any of them, like they're not gonna care. They're gonna save everything. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, choo, 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 choo. <laughs> just fry them up. Yeah, I got like a, an insane amount of hits, <laughs> like forty maybe. I don't know, fifty. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I killed most of them. He had like a nine-man veteran squad and his delegates in there. Mm-hmm. I killed everyone but the Delegatus and one more guy, I think. Oh. And then he failed his leadership. <clears throat> and he <laughs> was so crammed in because of all the units and droppers and stuff that he couldn't escape. Oh, what? Really? Oh. Yeah. So, like, he couldn't move towards his board edge. 
yeah. without moving through my unit. So, I, I, do you know how that works? Because we were like, well, does he die then? I guess he does. He, pro- he, he probably does, but it just seems like such a boring thing. Uh, <laughs> but um, wouldn't he just run back into the drop pod, though? <laughs> it's tied. Just, yeah. Just strap himself up. Just get me out of here. <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's just like a total clusterfuck that entire game. Yeah. Just everyone just standing next to each other, just shooting and assaulting, just failing to do anything. Uh, and then it was a draw. It's a really good game. Oh, so like, cool. But wait, how did that work with the restrictions on the vehicles and stuff with a drop pod list? There... You could have you could have five hundred points. Oh yeah, okay, and I guess the pods don't really cost anything. Yeah, the regular ones cost thirty five points. Oh yeah, the dreadclaw costs one hundred and fifteen. I don't know how much the dreadnought one it is. But... I think it's about a hundred or something. Or it's yeah. it's quite a lot. Oh, well, yeah, then it makes sense. But still, wow, nice. Yeah, so it was really cool that could. Uh... Yeah, it was used a, a really nice. Like with, yeah. with these restrictions, I really like them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, at this point, I had opened my Polish vodka that I got from the last wedding. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's starting to get a bit hazy now. So the last game, we played a doubles game. I played with uh, James, that played Imperial Fists uh-huh. against. Uh, oh, I, I don't remember what these guys' name was. Okay. But they were they were nice guys. Yes, they were really nice guys. That's, that's all that matters. Which uh, legions, armies did they play? Uh, they play uh, war leaders and oh. the death guard. Ooh, it's a nice combo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, me and James had this like uh, team handshake, where it's like uh, <laughs> when you fist bump someone, but then yeah. you get like this awkward fist bump when someone's trying to shake hand and the other one is fist bumping. Because oh, like, yeah. because I'm a, a hand and he's a fist. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking about the. Have you seen uh, the Meg? With no, the, no, I haven't. Oh, but they have an awesome um, fist bump there. Where like uh, they say like, giant squid, and then one guy also like grabs the other one's hand, and then just <laughs> like floats away like a squid, like <laughs> <laughs> super dorky. I love it. Uh, team, yeah, so team fists. Yeah, so it was just like a. I don't remember if we even had objectives, or it was just like kill points or whatever. Uh, it's just a big game. Shot mm-hmm. a bunch of shit. She died. I moved my gorgons up against the world leaders. The world leaders uh, jump forward like uh, one of those massive assault marine squads, like fifteen or twenty man. I can't remember. And like, oh shit, they moved so far. I'm like, yeah, they they do. And then he had like a seven inch charge to make. And he made it. Gorgons with my two characters in there. How many attacks? I feel like that would be a shitload of attacks. Endless. And they were like, they had this apothecary thing that you just crank them up. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Totally insane. Uh, But he made like, like, it started with his chain axes and he made like 32 wounds. One Gorgon Terminator fell. Oh. Nice. So good. I was just like, oh yeah, I have to roll them, uh, roll them like three at a time. Just, yeah. If there's a character, and then just past all of them except for one. Oh god. And that one, like, I didn't even do.
do any feeling pains. That was the only one that failed his armor save, and it didn't pass his feeling pain. Oh, okay. oh really? <laughs> <laughs> so she's crazy. Uh, and then, uh, like, all right, kill them. And then it was my turn. My turn. Smashed everything with my fucking power fist. Oh, then, yeah. I think I killed like everyone but four guys. But then oh. he still got to strike at the same time with his power axes and power fists and killed my entire unit. Oh, it's that time you didn't save anything, or no? No, I, I yeah. mean there were just so many just power axes and power fist attacks that he used. Oh wait, it killing. was the same. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, same initiative. So yeah, he killed my entire unit with my two HQs, and I killed everyone but like three guys in his unit that were later just shot down <laughs> like dog. Yes. Yeah, and then, yeah, my plasma predator so he's just like raking shit on the flank, but then he outflanked with some javelins and just annihilated them. Oh. Uh, and my Proteus moved up with the mortals, and they got entangled in some fight with some attack bikes mm-hmm. uh, that they eventually killed, I think. Uh, and then it's getting pretty late, and the sun was setting, so like, all right, let's, let's finish up with this turn. And oh, because you didn't, you didn't have any... I guess you only had natural light to play with? Or yeah, did you have pretty much. A... It was Midsummer Eve, though, so we had like the, the most ah. uh, daylight that you could possibly have. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what the score was. I think we won. I think Loyalists emerged victorious from that game. Oh. Uh, and then uh, we just kind of packed up our models and just had a, a nice evening. Just had some more food, some drinks. Just sat around the campfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then we uh, we had like a quiz going on. Oh, that was nice. A heresy quiz. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, just sitting around chatting, bullshitting. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, we're going to bed. And uh, someone snuck into my tent. I, I invited someone to my tent. Actually, oh, I was like, I was like, this is this night was so cold. Yeah. So I don't want to share a tent with me. And we was like, yeah, let's share a tent. And it was so much better. Like, I didn't <laughs> that night. Nice. It's just like, it's so freaking cold in that big tent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, conserve body heat. Find yeah. a, mm. a tent buddy. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> gotta invite a fister to the tent. <laughs> uh, yeah, but That's it was such like, a cool, cool, very cool concept for a... Yeah, yeah it was, just being outdoors it was and stuff. And we were so lucky with the weather. So, like, just imagine if it had been raining or oh, windy oh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it was super good. Um, flying away and cards and stuff flying. Oh. Yeah. Did, like, some of the, the smoke from the fire kind of blew on us. Sometimes right. that's really annoying. But it sort uh, of ma- makes you feel like you're there. It's uh, yeah, yeah, like it's a like four, ashes, 4D. Uh... Marines burning. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Like, have have it more of a <laughs> yeah, even more immersion. Just oh, I got this uh, corpse uh, stench. That I... it's just fucking ho- host an event in Syria. Just go yeah, to exactly. the capital. Just yeah. play in a, in a bunch of rubble. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah. That's that. And uh, I got some plans for the future as well now. Some stuff I want to assemble. Yeah. That's so always been... the thing with an event is the best way of getting yeah. hard for heresy. <laughs> so uh, 
Tom Sargent that was there. He's hosting yeah. a, a 3,000 point event later this year. Mm-hmm. Pretty far mm-hmm. in the future, like uh, last weekend of November or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I'm super keen on that. Uh, and it, it's just a bit hard, like, uh, uh, to think of like a 3,000 point list. Like, w- at what level you should put your list? Like, how hard should you make it? Or mm, Yeah, that's, that's true. And should it be a. I mean, you've had tank focused armies before. Will this now be more of a mix because you have more infantry? Or. Is yeah. There a, will, you, will there be a theme? Or is there. It's, it's a bit tough. Uh, do you want to have like 10 more uh, Gorgons now or something? Or... <laughs> all, all Gorgon lists. Yeah. Uh, oh, Pride of the Legion. Yeah. Just. Oh. Do you want to talk anything more about what you've been doing uh, before? Or have you captured everything in your uh, Erlang? Have you no, played any the, games? Uh, no, 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 no games. But uh, I, am, um, I just uh, sat down and did some terrain uh, the oh, other nice. day. Because I had made these uh, little, like, little hills with trees. Uh, which I guess yeah, would work both for uh, Fantasy or 30k. Uh, and I'd made two of them. They were basically just like I cut out, I cut out um, shapes in uh, plastic card, uh, and then I put some um, polystyrene on top, just like rough shapes of like oh, yeah, a bit like this. Um, and then I made a mix out of uh, PVA glue and uh, sand, yeah. and just and, and a bit of water, I think, and just mixed it into like a concrete sort of thing, uh, <laughs> and and just dropped it on top. And it, when it hardens, it becomes this cool. It looks very, yeah, I mean, natural looking, I think. Uh, and then I'm going to add some extra rocks in there because it looks very, I mean, it becomes very sand uh, um, you know, like colored. Uh, but I think it goes well because I have a, a battle mat that is uh, sort of that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it fits very well with that mat. Uh, so, so now I have, yeah. What, what kind of trees are you using? Uh, they were like... Uh, they look like pine trees. I don't know what they're just some Ooh, right. not not really well. They're pretty nice detail. I mean, they're just very simple. You know, like a plastic, like a peep rinser. What is that called? Mm. Like, would you clean your gun barrel with one of those things? <laughs> uh, right. And, but it, it was like uh, you know one of these train uh, train set. I think it's uh, probably yeah. It's uh, it's probably a German thing. <laughs> Fifty Edeltannen. Yeah. It's 10 at 110 millimeters and then 15 at 90. So they're like different sizes, which is cool. So you can, uh, I just stuck, they just stuck them into the, before it had like hardened, I just stuck them into the sand and the, uh, the polystyrene underneath. Oh, nice. Um, are, are you going to paint the sand? I, actually, the sand by itself looks really good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think I will have to. Uh, right, it just so looks kind of. Pictures of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I should add some. Flavor to it. I don't know. Maybe I'll just add some rocks to it or something. Keep it simple. But it was so nice because I had made two of them, and then the rest were just sitting, like waiting for yeah to get done. Uh, oh, here's my daughter. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, uh, and you know these. I have so many projects that I never finished. So I felt like let's just finish this. Uh, and uh, I just sat down and. Put it, yeah, pulled myself together, just, yeah, made them, finished them. I mean, it went really quick when I just did it. It was just, yeah, that, that. yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Usually so, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
but uh, yeah, that was really nice. So I think I'm going to look uh, what other projects I have. Don't mention the Stone Mortalis table, though. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that won't be quick. Uh, but uh, And then uh, just now I finished highlighting my some crossbowmen. Uh, for the fantasy army, for my dogs of war, uh, nice. l- working on some knights now. Uh, but I mean, I haven't been able last week. But now I'm hoping that I will be able to do stuff. You know, <laughs> vacation here, home uh, might might work. Uh, um, I was thinking, like, for fantasy, a fantasy question, um, mm-hmm. because I haven't. I, I I think I'm gonna. Well, I'm definitely gonna get uh, some uh, movement trace. For my yeah, for my blocks of infantry, right? Yeah. Uh, because I just I also love how it looks, and you can have unit fillers, and uh, when you base them the same way as your uh, squads, I think, uh, or well, regiments, I guess, uh, it looks so good. I, I, I really like it. But the problem for me is that I haven't played a lot. Uh, I haven't played anything, uh, and uh, I don't know how big unit sizes I should go for because it's one thing is like, oh, I have twenty pikemen. I think that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I will put them in a squad. But then maybe I'll play and then I'll be like, oh, but 30 would be better. Or, well, 40 would be better. Uh, so I, I, the problem is I'm, I don't really know what to order. Uh, well, like which sizes should I order? Maybe I'll order something and then I'll find out that ah, I don't want to play it like yeah. this. Or, Let's say, uh, like if you, if you get like a, for your pikemen, if you hmm. get a, a unit, like a movement tray that's uh, uh, made for 30, then you can always use, use 25 with some extra space in the back. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, because I've seen that a lot. But and, and I guess and, and you think like look good because then there will be space. But I mean, who are you kidding? Like your guys start dying turn one anyway, so you're gonna have that space there anyway. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that's true. So the so you could buy a bigger tray that would be yeah, it's so one side. You could use one of the facings, and that would be the right size, like size that you want breast, basically. That's the most important, maybe. If I want five guys abreast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're probably going to want five. And then, yeah, then I could just have extra space in the back. And then if I want to play, you know, if I want to play 20 guys, I just have a bigger gap. If I want to play 30, I might just fill it up or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is is smart. Uh, I might have to look into that. Also, I saw that they were not very expensive, so I could just buy different sizes, maybe, and just have The options. Huh? I'd say like 25. It's a good size for a big, big human unit. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I also got really excited. I, I don't know. I started looking at the, 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 the giant kit, uh, hmm. which, which is now called something like Ale Gusser, Gussler, uh, yeah. Gargan. I don't know what it, I don't know which faction it belongs to or anything anymore. Uh, but I don't know. And I, and I don't think that the Dogs of War ever could take them, not even the fan made. Uh, eighth edition one. I'll have to no, double you check. Can, you can use the the giants of Albion. Oh, oh wait, yeah, I could, couldn't I? weren't they? Are they like a special unit or something? Yeah, unique? yeah they're a regiment of renown. Hmm. Hmm. This is such a cool kit. Would just look really cool to have it painted in sort of the same colors and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Giants are super fun as well. It's- yeah. Roll on the table and random shit happens. Like yeah. jump up and down, yeah. scream, pick up and put in pockets. <laughs> and I love all the bits. There is like crazy uh, how many different versions of the giant you could build from that kit. 
yeah. with all the like, oh, you want a bag full of hobbits, or do you want a bag yeah. like a de- like a cow hanging upside down or something? And you or get a... that you get the guy running as well, like the, the classic. Oh, that's where. Oh, that. I love that guy. But, yeah, that they always have this uh, size <laughs> comparison. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but it kind of yeah it would be cool because we talked about having ogrins in the army, uh, like this yeah. mercenary theme. Like, well, we need some extra muscle. We might as well. Get these guys like oh, 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 oh. Oh, I don't know. You talk to them. You get them to join us or something. Uh, but I think I, I still want to have a just core of men. That's like the main thing. But then maybe I can add some exotic. Would be cool to have some. Yeah, maybe some hobbits and stuff also. Um, halflings. Yeah, halflings. Sorry. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I could. Do you think there would be possible to make like a halfling? regiment out of the um, converted from the new um, blood bowl halflings. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because they're so gorgeous. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> definitely. That'd be a really cool unit as well. Mm-hmm. I think that could be that'd be something too. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I was too. In the beginning, I was like, no, I just want humans. I want like a strict human. But I mean, it would be a lot of fun to have uh, other races also in, into it. Yeah, but I guess that makes it also a dogs of war army, not just an empire army or something. It's like a crazy mix of what the hell? Yeah, bloody um, mercenaries. Yeah, the the empire army in the previous edition before yeah. six yeah. Uh, had uh, they had ogres uh, and uh, halflings in it. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I guess the the moot the moot moot. Yeah, the moot. They... Yeah, it's part of the empire. It's just a... Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That is, that is nice. Uh, All right. But I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Maybe we should take a, a, a musical break here. Yes. We'll yes. talk a bit about the, the future mm-hmm. of plans mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to play a song from this, this metal band that I want to see. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> so enjoy. Anything worthy of the salvage! 
back from the break, back from the, the whiskey break. And I almost forgot to say that <laughs> after this event, mm? uh, this camping, uh, I went back on the Sunday and then on Sunday in the, uh, at night at mm-hmm. half past 11 night, I took uh, a night train to Scotland. Just you just straight. had a sur- sudden urge like, ah, camping was <laughs> the thing for me. So I was meeting my parents up in Scotland and oh, nice. we went on this, this whiskey tour to the west coast to this uh, island called Isla where uh-huh. they make, uh, make all the, the smoky whiskies like Lagavulin and Laphroaig and those yeah. whiskies. So I spent almost a week there. You yeah. drank a bunch of whiskey, which was fucking awesome. Huh. So, and, camp- and camping, or? No, no, not there. No. Oh, no, camping, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was just great. We visited all the distilleries there, the nine of them, and just had a bunch of whiskeys at each place. And uh, in total, from that week, I had 42 different whiskeys. Oh, shit. It's a good week. They just kept getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty sweet. Just uh, to share that, uh, yeah. I almost forgot it. Also, uh, just Edinburgh is such a great city, such a cool, like medieval city. Uh huh. like great, uh, great fantasy inspiration. Which uh, which fantasy city would do you think it would be closest to? Is it like a Prague, like a mm. cursed city? <laughs> like Middenheim, maybe. Middenheim. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Sounds like good. Classic. <laughs> City with like a castle. It's like yeah. it's got a, this castle perched on this piece of rock in the middle of the city, and then the, yeah. the rest of the city is just built around. So it's it's really cool. They're still protected. If something should happen, just run to the <laughs> castle. <laughs> yeah. Huh. All right. So, so you told me you've been reading an interesting book. Oh yes, yes. But before that, I, I also have to brag because you know I. I didn't go to Scotland, but I went to this island called Öland, Öland, which is where I'm from, you know, which uh, might have heard that it's a bit flat, but, uh, you know, like, well, still, still pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and I was, uh, uh, you know, for, because for work also, uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing uh, uh, educational videos about worms, since I work with worms. Well, actually, I work with clitolate worms, to be more precise. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw one of those videos. Did, did uh-huh. you pitch them? They're like, uh, yeah. And they were like, hey, can anyone make videos here? And you're like, uh, yeah, actually, I am uh, one of the hosts of a very successful uh, podcast. <laughs> actually, I love making stupid, funny videos. So, no, it was actually... Yeah, yeah did, did you do show the battle report? Oh, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the battle gothic battle report? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, that's, this guy's talented. I'm going to be the next uh, David Attenborough. It's my idea. He's got, it's like my long he's got it. Yes. <laughs> no, it's actually part of my, my job description now. Like 10% of my job, I get to do, uh, do informational videos. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and I pitched the idea. I said, like, oh, I don't care about, like, Facebook and Twitter and shit. Let's, let's make YouTube videos because uh, that's more fun. <laughs> that's where the, the kids are hanging. Yeah, that's going to reach them kids. And everyone likes entertainment with some good uh, knowledge at the same time. Mm. Education, wow, so fun! Uh, it's yeah, it's sort of embarrassing, but it's also fun to do them. Uh, but I made some, and now I, uh, when I was home, I thought that I would also try to make a video about leeches, uh, because that's like a, that's like the only cool, yeah, uh, you know, 
I've made a video. Well, it's okay, it's all in Swedish. So sorry, sorry, you guys out there. Are, are uh, they? Are they? What kind of animal are they? Are, can you call them bugs? They're not bugs. They're no, they're not bugs. They're worms. They're, they're worms. worms. Yeah. So like, and that's when I, I yeah. So one of the videos I made was to explain which worms I work with because when I say I work with worms, people are usually like, oh, like yeah, those scary parasites or something, and I'm like, I have to explain no. I work with like clitolite worms, which are basically like your earthworms and their related uh, worms that live in the, the soils and stuff. Uh, and like, and they're not. I, mean, they're mostly... I, hope, I hope you do your informational videos in that voice. Yeah, <laughs> as you can see here, the, the earthworm consumes a lot of uh, uh, leaves and stuff at night. And <laughs> uh, so basically, they're not that cool. They're not like they're they're not usually they're not parasites or anything, but. Uh, we have the, the leeches. Worms. The leeches, though, they're like a specialized part of uh, of the uh, of the clitolate worms. Uh, so they're related to the earthworms and stuff. Uh, and of course, we have the the medicinal leech, which is the one that sucks blood from humans. But there are also a lot of other species that are not dangerous to humans. So, for in Sweden, for example, it's actually the the medicinal leech is not that common. Um, so you like you might see why, a leech. why is it called medicinal leech? Because that's what it. Well, it's been used a lot in medicine, and, st and still is. You know, you got some problems. Just put a leech there, let it suck you out, give you a nice suck, and then, uh, whoa! Suddenly you feel all, all. Better. It seems. It seems like a bit like yeah, bad information to call it medicinal leech, because then people just think that it's still good for you too. Well, uh, yeah, it could be good for you. I, I don't know if it's always good for you though. But uh, when uh, when could it be good for you? Oh, it's good if you have, um, for example, um, if you have problems with uh, like blood clotting or something, maybe you have amputated a limb or something and you put it back on and you have problems getting it to stick, you know, sort of, you know, uh, maybe, the, may, yeah, you see, you cut off your finger, you work in the industry, that happens all the time, right? Uh, but you sew it back on and everything seems fine, but then it starts to go black and it's like, oh shit, it's necrosis it's dying then you could use a, a leech and put it on top of the finger and it has this anticoagulants that will uh, uh, prevent blood clotting and then it will just suck the blood through and you will get like a blood flowing through your limb and your limb will uh, so they, they would they would actually put a leech there like in i think medicine. before i think mo maybe not in modern because i would be pretty pretty skeptical <laughs> if uh, the mean, doctor's like oh uh, i know we must put a leech on him. Like, you have problems seeing? You probably have too much blood in your eye. Let's put a leech in there. Ah, but I get, but I use them for... I don't, know, I don't think they use them a lot today. But they, before it was like, oh, you have too much blood in your system. Let's drain you. I suffer from paranoia. Ah, leech. Leech your brain. Yes. Yeah, it's probably good. <laughs> but yeah, but the, they're not very common. So you might see a leech in... Uh, in a lake in Sweden, and it's probably not the one that's gonna try to uh, drink your blood because there are other species that hunt other uh, little insects and stuff. Well, the worms are not insects, but blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, but Öland is an exception because on Öland there are quite a lot of these leeches. So uh, I went around, I still had some, it took some time to find them. So I, um, yeah, I'm gonna make a video. I first found another non-dangerous leech that I'm like, uh, that I could just hold and it, it was no problem. It's just like, ah, oh, crawling around there. Um, and then I found a medicinal leech and I was like, ah, oh, what would make for some good television? Uh, I know, like, letting it, you know, suck some blood from me. 
And I would just stand there like a manly man and be like, well, the bite isn't really that painful. And, you and now you have taking... AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think they spread a lot of disease, but I, I don't, don't uh, quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I found the, I found the leech and I was like, yeah, let's put it here on my arm. And I see it start looking for like a nice vein to suck in. Uh, and I just freaked out and like, no, no, no I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I will have to make a video showing what a big wuss I am. This. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also good TV though. So yeah, nah. what can you do? What can you do? I had to get that in there uh, to make up for my lack of hobby stuff. <laughs> Nice. I'm looking forward to seeing this video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Maybe you can watch it even if you don't speak Swedish. You'll still understand uh, the fear. Or, or... <laughs> fear is universal. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but you're right. I have been reading a book. Uh, kind Leon lended me his version of The Solar War. Uh, and you, and Leon is just handing you down so many books. Yeah, he's like a hobby maniac at the moment also. And he, so, yeah, he's been sending uh, me uh, tons of Instagram pictures of demons. and like, oh, we should start demon armies. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And I'm like, oh, shit, oh, my God, that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah you, you even have some demons. Some of those, uh, the, the boob demons. Oh, yeah, I have some demonettes. That's true. Uh, two of them painted up. Yeah. <laughs> just use them as allies. It's perfect. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be nice. Uh, but... Um, yeah, and I haven't been, uh, yeah, I've been on sort of a low uh, for the Horace Heresy novels for quite some time uh, because it just felt like, oh, yeah, there's like 40, 50 books now, right? And I just sort of yeah, lost track because it's just so many stories and like some of them I care about, some I don't. And then, you know, and it, the quality goes so much up and down with each book. So you can't really know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this next book. It's a bit of a gamble when you, when you get one. Uh, yeah. But he was like, you have to read this. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I start looking at it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything here, so don't worry if you haven't read it, because I haven't finished it yet either. So um, but first of all, it says like, well, this is now part of, uh, you know, another, it's a new book series. It's not the same anymore. This is, you know, the uh, War Battle for Terra or whatever it's called, the Solar War, maybe. And that's the name of the book. Damn, I can't remember. <laughs> The Siege of Terror. Thank you, thank you. That's the name of this new series that's like only about that. It's the end game, which I think is really cool. I don't know if they will still keep releasing other books for the rest of the Heresy series, maybe. I think they're running it down. I I heard somewhere that they're stopping at 54. Okay. (laughs) That's a good good even number. Um, (laughs) But, uh, so I mean, that's cool. Just there, they're like, this is defined as the uh, as the end game, and this is the first book, The Solo War. Uh, and I tell you, if you, if you like um, Battlefleet Gothic, this is some serious uh, Gothic porn. The entire no. book is just like thousands of ships breaking from the warp, and then it's fortress <laughs> moons opening fire. And it's, just, it's almost too much. Hundreds of ships died in the first seconds of the engagement. <laughs> and, and you're just, oh God, oh my God. And I mean, of course. Part of it is like well, this is the this is the biggest conflict. Like this is the the shit going on right now. But then after a while, you kind of get fed up. It's like, well, yeah, you can't outdo that. And you know, oh man, it's just explosions <laughs> in space. Ships flying up. Oh my god! And then you know, because you sort of lose. You just like I can't take it in anymore. I can't. I don't. I can't get this. Uh... <laughs> it's too epic. Yeah, exactly. A hundred nova cannons firing at once, causing the minor star to appear. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, and it's just, oh God, oh God, okay. Uh, but it is cool. It has the elements of like these, uh, uh, you know, your favorite bad guys are showing up and the good guys are there. You have these uh, people that you've been following now for the, for the heresy that are like showing up again. Uh, it's like, oh God, Abaddon's there and the little horse there. And, okay, that's cool. Uh, so I really like that and, the, and how they describe the, you know, because you have the solar system and you have to think about that and, you know, how far you're just in one system now, but it's still really far from the radar, you know, yeah. edges into Terra. And, but can you also strike from above and below the solar plane where it's like, uh, you know, the planets aren't, might not be aligned and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you have to think of which, how are they attacking. Uh, and there's just, because the solar system also has been there. I mean, that's ground zero. So there's every freaking little asteroid floating around has been colonized and there's something going on there so there yeah. and now dorn has put a fucking macro cannon on every little rock flying around in space <laughs> yeah i can imagine like mars doing some uh, sneak attacks or trying to help out the traders as well right yeah 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 not uh, so far as far as i nothing has really been mentioned but it's kind of cool that it's just mars has been there so close to terra but it's just like blockaded and it's still, yeah. I, I guess it still belongs to the traders, right? Yeah. Uh, they just like, oh, well, we'll just seal it off then and don't, not bother with it. But I guess now it becomes a problem because, well, if the traders make it to Mars and then they could get a, some crazy reinforcements from there, which is not good for the loyalists. Uh, yeah. And then, well, and then in this big conflict, there's also like a, a side story, uh, which starts with a, a good friend. The, the do you remember the Remembrancer Mercedes uh, no. Ollerton? I knew it was going to be her. Like, <laughs> hoping it wasn't like. Oh. <laughs> Who cares about cares about some Remembrancer when there's like a, a hundred Nova cannons firing at once? Yes, I was a yes and no because I was also like, oh, okay, I can't be bothered. This is it. It didn't really interest me, and like she has. A, a secret mission now or you know something and we have to follow her like she really has to get this message through or something um which which seems so the you know people need to know yes <laughs> it just seems so forced like but uh what i do like is that um her story is nice because it sort of breaks off you can't handle all these nova cannons firing constantly you have to have these other <laughs> things and i think it's really nice to have a story following like the, the little guy uh because Oh, she girl. also meets a oh, girl in this case, yeah, yeah. Uh, because she meets other just normal humans, you know, like, that are like, well, I was just working uh, as a miner on this asteroid and now I'm caught up in this crazy conflict that will end yeah. uh, all yeah, wars. Uh, and I really like that. I just feel like you could have just made it about the new, just make up a new character. Uh, it could have been, I, I mean, I would have cared about like, oh, just this blah, blah, blah guy and I'm the captain of this little ship and I've been freighting uh, mining ore from uh, Neptune's moons for, for ages, you know? And, and that could still be interesting. You could just make up that story uh, because it's really fun to follow, you know, the civilians that are just trying to escape this mass slaughter. And where are you going to go in the solar system? Because, you know, well, you're going to go towards Terra, I guess, but <laughs> so is the enemy. So uh, yeah. pros and cons with that, uh, <laughs> that side story. Uh, but yeah, so far I can I, I really like it and I can really recommend it. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna read that actually. Yeah, and I don't know say, how many books. So are annoying there. with this, this series, like you don't, you don't read a book for a long time, and then you you're like, oh, let's let's get a book, and then you get a good book. Huh? You're like, oh shit, that was so good, like Master of Mankind. 
Mm. And then you're like, oh, let's maybe they are good. Let's let's uh, find another book to read. And then you get like fucking Damnation of Pythos or something, or the <laughs> Ferris Manus Primark book. And- Bullshit. <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck this! I'm not reading another book. Just like yeah. wasted two weeks or two two evenings. Mm. Oh, two. Trying to get into worth it. of evenings, he's trying to fucking read this book, and it's like, oh. yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's really, it's really hard to to know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but this one so far looks good, and I I don't know how many. Uh, the plan is to to make if it's, you know, how many are going to be in the in the Siege of Terra series? Oh sure. no, like ten or twelve or something like that. Yeah, I think it said that this autumn, The Lost and the Damned is coming out, which is uh, going to be the second book. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's closing in. Yeah, it is, it is. The news is uh, tightening Yeah, <laughs> around the yeah. core. When, when, when do you think they'll release, uh, when Force will, will be releasing books, like 2025? Oh, maybe, I don't know. Do you think that will be the last... And yeah, something like that. Cause they're, yeah, they're gonna have to release. They're releasing the Dark Angels and Dark Mech one. And oh then, yeah, that's true. Then they should like get they, to Terra. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, will they go straight to Terra? Or will they release something in between? I feel like it would be sort of a wasted opportunity. I mean, it depends on how long they're gonna release the novels about uh, the Siege of Terra now. But I mean, you could definitely combine that hype, and I think it would be a yeah. shame not to release black books about that at the same time uh let's yeah. do it i think we're ready i'm ready to, <laughs> i'm ready for terra i think uh, yeah well or, it's a bit sad because i guess well what would we do after that i can keep playing yeah, we'll, yeah re- recreating make it a historical game it, that, well yeah that is true but i think i think some of the air will like i mean that they i mean it will lose some of its uh Glamour, and I think some players will stop when it's because it's sort of at the end, then yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, but then all, they will bring out something else that's awesome, end. yeah, yeah, and, and it's like just let it uh, just ferment for a while and then just mm. go back to it, just like Warner Fantasy, like it was, yeah, it's gone for a while and like just lay down and then do something else, and then you go back, like, oh, yeah, all these models, that's it's still like, a great uh, game when when we're fucking uh. 45 and we're having like a crisis like oh let's dig up these models let's go and meet Morton and oh yeah this one. it's gonna be awesome uh, before that let's yeah. make like a unification sort of thing before that <laughs> yeah. techno barbarians and shit I want to do that but like speaking mm-hmm. of advancing the story it feels like the, the story has advanced a bit now with book 8 feels yeah. like we're in the, the thick of uh fuckiness with the the shadow war like shit's going haywire so you're still there yeah yeah (laughs) i was gonna say like well at the same time it's also got these like sickness and stuff that happens a long time ago i I mean they're going everywhere through the timeline sort of yeah yeah but like demons around now people are gonna Mm -hmm. be getting demons and then they had these these crazy uh uh, items you can take out, mm. uh, and then the next book they're gonna introduce Dark Mech as well. Oh yeah, yeah it's because I feel like Demons is one game changer, and now and Dark Mech is definitely gonna be another 
Um, yeah. So and yeah, I wonder. I, I still wonder how many demon armies we will see because it feels feels yeah. like the hype is real. Yeah, and also like uh, whenever I'm playing games, it's like when uh, I'm imagining that my army is set in like the beginning of the Shadow Wars, like oh, af- yeah. after Istvan, yeah, and kind of starting the Shadow War, and that's kind of where all the events have been set as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this planet, and it's vital for the. The war to go on for the traitor forces. You must defend yeah. this. That's been like yeah. the the story of most events. Mm-hmm. Like they're set in a shadow war, mm-hmm. and now it feels like the shadow war has been going on for, a while. and now like you can have some smaller side stories or just crazier themes. So yeah, I- do you, do you think that also calls for us to like well, ha- uh, you know. It's time to advance our armies, also, or how we think of building armies. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm gonna take my my Ironlands in strange new directions. Ooh. So, uh, so like my my Ironlands were based on like yeah, this is a new clan that's been mm-hmm. made up of new recruits from the Medusa, and oh, yeah. like all the officers have been drawn from the Terrans from other clans that have used been kicked out pretty much like they, they reached the, the glass ceilings of how far they can advance yeah. and then they're like oh you join this new clan and you can be a, an officer instead of just being a bullshit bolter guy even though you have like a hundred years more experience than these medicine guys yeah <laughs> so they've been thrown over there and then they've been given new equipment and you sent out to the fight just in mm-hmm. time for the shadow war to break out or like the heresy to break out in general uh, <laughs> and now they've been fighting a bunch so they've been losing guys and losing equipment for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're just, like, floating through space in these undermanned ships in their fleet. And it's kind of damaged and worn down. And then they meet up with these Mechanicum guys. And the Mechanicum guys are like, pretty mysterious. And being like, oh, hey, hey guys, we can help you out uh, if you let us. Would you like, w- win the heresy at any cost? Or win yeah. against the- Traders at any cost, or yeah, and they're like pretty hesitant, but like they don't really have a choice, they need help. So <laughs> they take these mechanical guys on, and uh, then the mechanical guys are like, Oh, yeah, you don't have a lot of human crew left, uh, you know, we could uh, enhance them to make them work better. Like, they, they wouldn't need any food, it would survive a lot better, mm. and uh, yeah, it could help you guys out. I don't think the iron has to be like hard to convince that no. they should augment their human. Workers, any so means necessary to yeah, so execute some, command. The mechanic can just make them all into thralls. Just <laughs> it just it oh. introduces a new harsh re- regime. The the Ironlands is like influences them in not so good ways, uh, and then like these two forces go on quests to find like forbidden technology because they both want to find like. Forbidden tech, yeah, and like the Mechanicum have the know-how, and the Ironlands have the muscles to do it. So they're like a, mm-hmm. a good, a good team to to find like the forbidden weaponry that Ferris has stowed away in places. Yeah, but it's also like, well, do they have different agendas at the end? What would yeah, the Mechanicum yeah, exactly. use? The t- like, mm-hmm. are are they really fighting for the same thing? And like, who's controlling who? Yeah, um. So yeah, and then like the uh, Mechanicum are helping the Iron Hands out with crazy experiments, like the the resurrected Iron Hands. I think they are really cool. Yeah, which we already yeah, which are 
in the story. So yeah, it's like the the Mechanicum are helping out with that because like the Mechanicum are already messing with like thralls and the robots that are like just augmented humans, basically. Just make them into robots. Uh (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And just crazy take like that. Uh, So yeah, that's like a theme I want to explore now. Mm. Just having some dark make and. Like I have hmm. had Mechanicum guys for a long time, yeah. But I never really like got the feel of Mechanicum. I used to, like bought a Mechanicum army and then didn't really build them because I didn't have like a, a theme in mind. Because that's like the most important thing when you're building. An army. Like you can have like whatever list you want. Hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. Like it's the thing is like you have to have an idea in your head. Like who are these guys? Like why are hmm. they fighting? Hmm. So I it's finally like, oh. have like a. Uh, finally have like a feel for Mechanicum like yeah. why they are fighting what they're doing yeah it's like oh I have this boarding force uh, you know with all my breachers and stuff and then here is my Sikran Arcus tank that I got because it's <laughs> good uh, <laughs> uh, well <laughs> yeah so but yeah how, how are you going to use this to develop so um, uh, for this yeah, I'm going to this event that Tom Sargent is hosting, a 3,000 mm-hmm. point event. So I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, what can I bring to 3,000 points? And like, how do I make it fun to play, but not too harsh and mm-hmm. get to use all the stuff that I want? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, toying with a lot of different ideas, like an onslaught list or use an armor breakthrough list or an infantry list. And uh, it's kind of picking the units that I definitely want to have in army and kind of building around them. Yeah. So the idea that I came up with that I really like now is to have uh, uh, first the the Magos uh-huh. uh, as an allied attachment yeah. with some skill axe in okay. uh, an explorator. Oh, so he's like the guy looking for tech. Yeah, something. yeah, exactly. So he's uh-huh. gonna have a bunch of. Up- it's gonna be like super upgraded explorator. It's gonna be so expensive. And I think yeah. I'm I'm gonna add the the. <laughs> Uh, what's it called the necro technica thing that's <laughs> the, super the, shit but yeah. just Ar- armada necro technica I think it's called yeah. but just like it fits so well with the story because yeah. it's like it's an, an iron hands tech thing and uh, and they get, lended it to your mechanic of now sort of yeah or he knows how it works and oh, put it yeah, on his yeah. vehicle yeah uh, and yeah it's just a super shit upgrade but it just fits so well and also uh, and whenever the game starts, I can just say like, "Yeah," and it's on with Armata Necrotechnica. <laughs> such a metal fucking word. <laughs> Watch your opponent just shit himself. Like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So like, he's gonna be looking for tech with the Iron Hands, and yeah. he's gonna be bringing all the like, crazy tech with him. So I'm gonna have a glaive and oh. my two predators with. Heavy conversion beamers. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they're going to be like the weird tech that he's going yeah. around with. And then I used to have to like fill out the rest of the army. So uh-huh. I was thinking like I want a fast army that like when the fighting starts, they're not going to stick around to slug it out with the enemy. They're just going to try and break through somewhere and you mm-hmm. burn hell to like whatever facility they think might have. Oh, yeah. So you just like fight and break away and just look for this stuff. Because they're still, they can't afford to just lose. Man in a foot slog, sort of anymore. Yeah. Or like a, so I want to have an 
an armor breakthrough list because yeah, they're they're fast. So yeah. like the the main part is going to be the Sakaran as the HQ, two uh, uh, squadrons of three predators with last cannons, mm-hmm. uh, and a tactical squad in our Rhino. Oh shit! So that's, the, <laughs> that's the entire list. Three thousand points. So they're like super expensive units, but I think that. Whoa. And but it's going to be our conversion right? beamer predators. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be like very expensive units, but yeah. I think, and it's gonna be it's gonna be armored breakthrough and have a glaive. So I hope that yeah. won't be too harsh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, predators are not that hard to crack. Yeah, and also when they're when in the squadrons, they're gonna be really easy to mm-hmm. annihilate with just a bunch of shooting. Yeah, and the conversion uh, beamers. Well, so wait, are the conversion separate? Like, are they separate choices, or are they in the squadrons, or? No, they're they're separate. Oh, nice. Okay, because they're always a pain with like, oh, the stand, being further yeah, back yeah. and shooting and everything. <laughs> yeah, and the, the entire unit has to stand still to fire it. Yeah, yeah, that would <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't work. Uh, damn, it sounds really cool. Uh, but no Thalex or something else for the Mechanicum. The big, what are the no. the, tro- the troops' yeah, the, choice? Uh, oh, the Skillex. Yeah, the troops. Yeah, the Skillex. Oh, so I was okay, also cool. thinking of using like the the Rust Stalkers as Skillex. Oh, uh-huh. but. I always liked those models, but I just never had a chance to make them into something. So I was thinking of using them as Salax or uh, Skillax. Yeah. Uh, do you know the, what models the, the Rust Ogres are? Uh, the, it's the, the ones spindly, with the tall Yeah, legs. the long legs. Yeah. Because these look, they look really so cool. menacing. Yeah. The, the heads, I think, is the thing that makes it the, these like hemisphere domes. Yeah, sort of. they have two two different kinds of heads. I think I'm oh, actually okay. going to use the the other ones. Oh, that are more like, like a, do they have like a, a hoodie or something? Yeah, they have like a, yeah like a mask and like a long tube from their mouth and like ah oh, scary glass eyes. Scary. Yeah, yeah. But the Skillex, but are you using them now or are you using the ones anyway? Or the what? Oh, uh, are you going to use them now or are you going to use the Forge World Skillex? I think I'm gonna use the the Rust Hookers. I, yeah, I haven't yeah. got the models yet, but yeah, I think that's okay. what I'm gonna go for. Yeah, yeah. But I and saw then, you. Uh, you had a picture of your uh, macro explorer. Macro explorer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like that you were finally starting with it now, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, yeah, I love that model I mean, as well. It's just yeah. I haven't had a, a reason to paint it. Wait, but uh, so wait, so which? Uh, yeah, oh wait. Well, I've seen the color scheme of your phallax, but how how are you thinking with the tank and everything? How are you going to paint? Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm not doing the same theme as the phallax. I don't know what I'm going to do uh-huh. those, those uh-huh. old phallax that I painted because I don't know. Yeah. They they don't seem very dark mech, and uh-huh. that was just like a generic theme. So I think like yeah. those phallax are going to be nice because uh-huh. they're such a generic military color. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of add them to any force, like either my Iron Ants or the Mech. It's like, oh, oh yeah. these are these are Thalax. They have been painted standard military green or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So uh-huh. the the Explorator and the other stuff that I'm going to do, they're going to be like a light gray mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to weather heavily later. A bunch of streaks and shit, make mm-hmm. it look dirty. I think gray is going to be it's a nice base to, to weather down. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm gonna use some copper for the metals. Oh, nice! Make it look uh, uh, archaic. Yeah, sort of like your chaos dwarfs in uh, yeah, in, uh, yeah. in 30k. If they can, oh yeah, I mean that is 
Like if, if Chaos Dwarves were in 30k, they would be <laughs> dark pick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, this is going to yeah, be really cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about doing this. Yeah? I really like the theme. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a really cool theme. Uh, and I mean, Mechanicum is such a... Oh, I see. We haven't really had any episodes about them, and we don't really have the knowledge about them, but they are such a cool sta- yeah, separate faction. I mean, they yeah. have... They are, in, you know, in many ways, such like, yeah, as big as the Legion list in a way. Well, maybe they don't have as many options, but there's so much variety in them now, and especially with the with the 40k range. Also, I mean, there are some good, as you said, the Rust Stalkers and stuff. Some yeah, real cool models there that I hope might be also included later. It's just so hard to get into Mechanica because it's like you you open a book and you look at you and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, what yeah. are these weapons? Because the the Marines, like they have the same weapons that have been in 40k forever. Like I yeah. I knew all the weapons of the Marine list before I even opened the book. Yeah. Except for <laughs> like Volkite weaponry. Yeah, yeah. But with Mechanicum is everything. It's like, oh it's, whenever yeah. I face Mechanicum, I'm like, oh I have no idea what you're you're shooting with that, okay. What what does it do? Like, wow, what AP2? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah. they're really cool. I really I've always wanted to get some Myrmidons. I think that's the one of the coolest models in all of the heresy. Yeah. Just so yeah, heavy. Oh. I got some of those as well. Oh yes. But the close combat ones or the ranged ones? Uh the the ranged ones. The oh, yeah. destructors. Oh, destructors. What are the other ones called? Secutors. Secutors. Oh, they're so cool. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got the two of those uh, fucking bumblebees as well. The oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're such cool models, but yeah. oh, I fucking hate the rolls. Like, if they, they, couldn't you just make them skimmers, like not flyers? Yeah, I guess I you am. could use them as your skimmers. Because it's like, being, just being able to hit them on sixes is fucking yeah, ridiculous. The, mm, yeah. And they don't really look like they would be flying, flying that yeah. much. But I guess then Mechanicum, otherwise they don't really have their own. They have these, they can take lightnings or something, right? Yeah, like they, they have access to flyers. They, yeah. they didn't have to make the fucking Voltrax flyers. It should have yeah. made them skimmers. Mm. Yeah, that might be true. <sighs> so annoying. <laughs> but they're really cool. I'm probably going to use them sometime in the future. To fucking annoy people. Yeah. They're, they're really nice. I mean, but this really inspired me also about um, because now, as you said, like, uh, well, yeah, we're we're moving into late um, Shadow Wars or you know late Heresy now, and it feels like with demons and dark mech, there will be a lot of things coming for the traders, um, and you know all the trader legions going more and more apeshit. Maybe we could expect to see some new unique um, units. I don't know. You like yeah. to spec- speculate? Would there be? Do you think there would be like a new uh, Emperor's Children rape team, uh, or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know? I want to uh, have the fucking uh, zombie Marines for Iron Hands. That would be yes. awesome. But that's what I was thinking. Like when you talked about that, I thought, well, actually, there might be some things to you know to counter that to give the loyalists something new, because the loyalists will also be like, well, we have to win this no matter the cost, and then maybe yeah. they also go a bit apeshit. But yeah. We know about the, yeah, as you said, we know about the, the zombie marines for the Iron Hands. Uh, how would you, how could they represent them, do you think? Would it be just like... Oh, a... I've, been, I've been giving this a lot of thought, actually. So, ah, nice. just give them ballistic skill, weapon skill 3, initiative uh-huh. 2, and just yeah. make them fearless and 5 plus uh, feeling of pain. Boom. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Same pro- same uh, price as regular tactical marines. Uh-huh. Just give this and same al- same options also. They're just like they they have the same options. They're just a normal. Yeah. Oh, just, and you could just take just, them in a, like a twenty man squad. Just uh, yeah. You stand them like super slow. He's standing somewhere doing whatever have... tacticals do anyway. Yeah. Should they have some rule that they actually move less also or? I think like the initiative thing is uh, maybe that they cannot run. I mean, Marines already have to maybe. Oh yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, give them leadership. Uh, fucking four. Ah uh, uh, yeah. Because they have to pass a leadership test to run. Yeah, that and makes they're sense. they're gonna be fearless anyway, so they mm. don't have to take a leadership test for anything else but running. So, boom, yeah, leadership yeah. four sorted. Would you restrict them from taking any transport? Could that be a thing? I mean, like fluff boys. Uh, well, I guess you could just stuff them into like, oh, put them into yeah. this assault <laughs> ram and just like slam them into the enemy. Otherwise, it just yeah. seems like they would just like they should just be on foot or something. But maybe that just I mean, makes if, them. If, if you want terrible. to put them in a transport, go ahead. But I don't think they'll do any good. In a... mm. They could I... just stand and hold the objectives and bog people down, maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's marine thralls. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely. I think that should definitely happen. I think that would be really cool. So um, what about em- Emperor's Children? What do you want for them? Hmm. I mean, they already much cool stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, since they got the, the noise marines feel like they're like, oh, you know, that's the typical 40k version of, uh, you know, crazy Emperor's Children. Um, what else would they? Maybe some, maybe some half-naked dudes. Some dudes that don't have a three plus armor anymore, but are super fast and have a lot of attacks or something. But they all have like a bare to- torso or something cool. <laughs> Just Maybe some of those uh, nipples, crazy uh, ogren kind of things that you have made. Oh yeah! Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, like the like Fabius Biles children sort of thing. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, Do you think they'll sort of... release Fabius Bile or Siege of Terror? I don't know because they. I mean, Lucius. I would love to have Lucius. Yeah, he could have cool. an awesome model. So both Lucius and Fabius would be cool. Uh, but I'm not sure uh, what their what their thoughts are about that. Or um, no, we we'll, we we'll have Idol on. So not sure. Yeah. Uh, Any other like uh, Death Guard about... Plague Marines? Yeah, yeah, they could definitely go into that. I mean, um, World Eaters. I feel sort of have had their update with their crazy inductee. Yeah. So they are already there, I think. Uh, some more, I mean, Thousand Suns go, could go even more crazy with their... <laughs> Give them more Psychia powers somehow. Yeah, some, somehow. <laughs> uh, and Word Bears also have their possessed ones. I mean, I, yeah, uh, there's a lot in the books about how the Sons of Horus have their own, like, Galvor back. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, the... maybe that should be a thing. Whatever they're called. Uh, uh, wolf, wolf. Wolf, wolf, wolf spawn or something. Wolf kin, yeah. Uh, and uh, night lords are a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> As they do, they are. But what about the? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, loyalists, other than Iron Hands, can you think of anyone else that would make you know, like we'll break all the seals? Maybe the Blood Angels could get sort of a death company ish thing. I mean, they don't really have things yet so or they're getting it now so we haven't really had the time to wish for more things for blood angels but 
Yeah, I can't really um, think of any loyalist guys that change. No, I don't know. Uh, so, your Emperor Schiller, though, do you have any? Do you have any? Have you gotten any ideas after book eight, like how you can enhance them? Uh, do you want to get a di the demon summoning guy? Maybe, yeah, I don't know, because I've always been against uh, having psychers uh, for the Empress children. Because somewhere I read that oh, that was not fluff wise that they they thought it was imperfect to be psyker. Uh, so I was like, no librarians. Ooh. But then I thought, well, the, it would be kind of cool to have some sort of yeah, like make some sort of summoning list would be awesome. I think that would be a lot of fun just uh, having maybe two different of these uh, summoning uh, psychers. Let's get uh, this party started. Let's get the yeah. babes in here. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, like, maybe it's it doesn't have to be such a um, obvious um, that it's a psyker, right? Uh, I thought it would be awesome to model some like a herald that is more of a you know ritualist that has you know one of these little knives or something, and you make a crazy base where he has just carved out like a eight, the eight pointed star uh, with blood, and he has sacrifices. You know, it's more of that kind of a character that is. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he, he maybe he doesn't feel like a psyker in that sense, but he has a book that he got from some word bearers, and he speaks that he's been taught how to summon the Neverborn. Uh, <laughs> that would definitely be cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's just so, a, a bunch of crazy stuff you could do, like yeah. late shadow war. Yeah, I like the idea of bringing in demons, maybe as a as a allied. Uh, contingent, contingency, uh, but I haven't thought about the Empress Children involved. I uh, thought more about the uh, Ultramings, actually. Mm, uh, good boys. Yeah, and uh, once again, uh, good friend Leon had some inspiration. Because, you know, I've been thinking about... Well, I have... <laughs> I love my theme of the foot sloggers, but it obviously won't win me any games. Uh, at least not the way I'm playing it right now. Uh, and then I thought, like, oh, maybe I should take it into, like, a, more of a, a siege force, and that they would be heavy in... Um, uh, termite drills or something, mm. uh, and like, oh, I should have three of them, and uh, but that would be expensive and take time, and oh, uh, you know. Uh, but then he came with the idea, like, well, what about this new guy? What about the warmonger? It's an HQ yeah. that gives you deep strike for unit, and I'm like, oh shit, ah, that is really nice. Him just deep striking with suzerains or something, uh, or or with the twenty man breacher squad. <laughs> That's kind of a mess that you get in the enemy's deployments because they are, you know, they are tough to get rid of, sort of. Yeah. Um, so that really gave me some inspiration for like, oh, maybe I should do that. And uh, you know, I still think I would need, I, I would they benefit from having a ten-man missile squad or something. Also, I think to make that force work, or just more, uh, you know, get some quad mortars or, or something. Uh, but if I yeah. would take a, a warmonger and deep strike, say some breachers, which I already have. Uh, then I have my jump guys, the Locutari eye or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, which, and they have deep strike because they yeah. have jump packs. Then I have my jet bikes and they could deep strike because they're jet bikes, <laughs> right? So with that, I could probably, I mean, and I could even take two warmongers if I wanted and one could <laughs> deep strike with a... Uh, Sounds like you, you definitely need a Damocles commander item. Yes, and I thought about that, but then it's like, how oh, do I need, and is it worth it for? Yeah, it's also yeah, not nice to have unreliable reserves. When will they come in, and and won't they come in, and you know, yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I've had that trap before. I don't really like reserves <laughs> at all because I like to have control of my yeah. dudes. Um, yeah, you, you have your recon squad as well, so you can uh, distract close to the Vox guy. Ah, that is true. But they have left me down so much. I don't bring them anymore. <laughs> I feel like they're just a waste of point, points, but I don't know. I'll see if I can make them work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. I like that. I got some inspiration there. I think I'm going to try to finish up everyone, uh, like paint, yeah, paint the squad every now and then. Uh, see, what, see, what, see what happens. I still want, I mean, that could be my goal for, for BSK this year yeah. or something. Uh, to have a nice, nice army there. Uh, but maybe I'll get a game in before. I would like, love to play them against uh, Leon's Thousand Sons. I still haven't done that. So. Uh, yeah, you can so... do it at work. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I, could just, I could just pretend that, oh, I have to go in, down to the basement and <laughs> do some experiments. Uh, I'll be back and then... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, heresy rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah it's very nice. Uh, We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, other legions, I mean, like Imperial Fist, some new, you know, since they're defending the, even the st- palace. Staunter guys. Even yeah. more, even more. Yeah, they, they, have that, they have that unit that they haven't released yet, the, the Huskarls. Oh, yeah, I love that. And they're so all, yeah, they're mentioned a lot in the book. They're always around Dorne and they're patrolling yeah. the pa- palace and stuff, securing um, the perimeter. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, uh, what else? Other maybe maybe they should just make a thing because uh, if you have you know all crazy demons running around, maybe suddenly it's like, well, we have to reorganize our loyalist uh, you know defenders that are left. We'll just take uh, you know now now our tactical squads can take special weapons or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or or support squads are now scoring, or well, or they're not supports anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I, I want fucking Volca Charger support squads to be compulsory troops. Yeah, yeah, look, exactly. That, that, doesn't that seem like late heresy? Like, well, it's it's terror. We have to defend it, whatever we have, and there's fucking demons at the door with toughness five. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Send in the Volkite squads. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to broaden our views, open yeah. some some vault on Terra. They probably have lots of nasty, you know, technology hidden down there. It's like, well, what are we yeah, going to do? What they do, they do like yeah. after the next Black Book, when they release all the legions, they'll probably mm-hmm. do uh, a new release of Red Books. Yeah, that would be nice. And then they'll have a chance to shake things up because last time mm-hmm. they did it, they shook a lot of things up. Was that when they changed some points also? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Well, that's true. And I, I mean, also with the fact now, I guess that would be included because they've once again changed some points. So we can see yeah. those lovely models that we don't see much of. Yeah, destroyers. Mm. Mortats are shit hot. I see a bunch of Mortats everywhere here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's cool for loyalists. Like, oh, let's just take destroyers now. <laughs> yeah. <You> have to. <laughs> Anything to stop that. Traders, um, yeah, I have high hopes. Uh, but uh, since we're not going to events, I think we're going to have a lovely little uh, the man in the field. We have to send Sebastian, yeah, um, Danish reporter. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were recording this uh, just before uh, Ajax. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, hopefully they will have a fun time. Uh, yeah. Last year was awesome. Uh, so chocolate was found in town. Yeah. <laughs> Steak for breakfast. And uh, <laughs> all, all that jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's nice. Now I've uh, washed uh, my nights also here. Talking, so you know, things are I'm actually doing some hobby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, they're so they're yeah, almost all metal. On my macro yeah. I mean, it's weird yeah. to paint. Paint. It feels like they would be. I mean, I should probably be able to paint them up really fast because they're almost only metal, uh, and then some leather and stuff. But then I want to get the the yellow and the black in there somewhere. But I found on the shoulder pad they actually had like a little looks like a little shield or something. So I just mm. painted that black now, and then I'm going to make it checkered with uh, yellow. I think it's going to look really nice. Nice. And then it's also cool. I mean, yeah, it's nice. If the, if the riders have sort of... They sh- should still have the, the yellow and black, but maybe to a lesser extent than the just basic infantry, because they have yeah. less cloth. And then they, on the tabletop, they would, you would see like, oh, shit, this is the elite, elite <laughs> unit. Look at that bling bling. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. I will try to get some... You think some gold would work also? Thinking of adding yeah, some sure. gold to the to the armor? Yeah, if the like dirty the pimps should have some gold. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Some real maybe that bling. that would work with the yellow sort of like yeah, it would be a substitute. Yeah. <laughs> Send me some pictures. Mm-hmm. I'll show you my squad. Uh, it's just yeah, before they're. The basing is completed. It doesn't really look that finished, and I, I still haven't added the snow and the, the grass to anything because I wanted to, to do it at once or something to save time, but then nothing really looks that finished. So it's like, bothers me, bothers me, man. Ah. Uh, but this, uh, this looks promising. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Do we have anything else to add? Any, any other heresy inspiration? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're we're all done. Like we we talked through everything we just, that we missed in this we week. Just r- ran out of juice. Well, I can <laughs> add. Did you see? I mean, I, I still I still love what uh, well the models that games were pumping out. Did you see the crazy new uh, Chaos War band for the Warcry thing yeah. that they released? Yeah, they, were cool. they were the best one yet, and I think all the war bands have been really cool. Um, but these guys with the scary, like, oh, I put a skull on, on top of my head, so my the neck looks freakishly <laughs> long, and then cut off their faces and use them as like a belt, and they had these uh, like hands or like yeah, skinned hands and arms hanging like floppy little gloves from their belt. Like <laughs> they were, damn! But there's so much potential. They're all cultists or something. It's, yeah, um, just yeah, bring yeah, them to thirty get for British children. Yes, I mean, they would be awesome. Just like, or Night Lord's uh, allied cult- cultist, right? They're like, yeah. Oh, we can also skin people faster. <laughs> that would be, mm, mm. They're really nice. Wouldn't have to add much. Maybe add some last pistols or something. Just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't have to add anything, actually, if you just want them to be crazy levies with uh, freaking tons of attacks. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yes, that's okay. Now, now I'm finished. That was the last <laughs> bit I had. Uh, 
<sighs> yeah. All right. So we'll uh, see what when Sebastian does this weekend, how he fares in Sweden. Yes. yes. And we'll there's hopefully... No, there's no snow to get stuck in this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's just German tourists flooding <laughs> the streets. But you can yeah. run into them instead. So, uh, so in, our, in the hopes that we will get an interview with him next, I will try to summon him uh, by putting in some... Uh, taking a small point and stuffing it in my mouth and then... Then we can now we can now what happened now that became like a Texas Texan. <laughs> we can now end this episode. Texas Dane. <laughs> Texas Dane. We can now end this episode by taking a time to think about Fulgrim, yeah? And you know Fulgrim, he, he's a great man because he, he gives head, but he also takes head. So, tap a tap a skeleton.